1: Hello, this is Daniel Biltz, the microphone, with the news, the headlines. On Saturday, the President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, is paying a formal visit to Chile, the first of a high-level Romanian politician in the past ten years. The former President of the County Council in Namts northeastern Romania, Social Democrat Ionel Arsene, will not be extradited to Romania, where he must serve a six-year and a half-prison sentence on corruption charges. And Romanian athlete Nicoleta Angel walked away with gold from the European Wrestling Championships in Croatia after a win against Turkish opponent Buse Tosun in the 72kg category. On Saturday, the President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, is paying a formal visit to Chile, the first of a high-level Romanian politician in the past ten years. The visit is aimed at giving an impetus to the political cooperation, the economic exchanges and sectoral cooperation between the two countries, and also at encouraging interhuman contacts. Multilateral cooperation? Aspects related to the security climate in the neighborhood of the two countries, human rights observance, as well as ways of consolidating democracy around the world, are also high on the talk's agenda. As part of his South American tour, the Romanian official has so far visited Brazil, Chile and will next go to Argentina. The former president of the County Council in Namts, northeastern Romania, Social Democrat Ionel Arsene will not be extradited to Romania where he must serve a prison sentence of six years and eight months on corruption charges. A court in Italy has rejected the extradition application filed by the Romanian authorities. The politician had fled the country shortly before the sentence was pronounced and went to Italy to join the other indicted Romanians who found refuge in that country. According to a Radio Romania correspondent in Italy, extradition in that country is conditioned by the so-called double criminality requirement, which means the act that is the subject of the criminal procedure for which extradition is requested must be provided as a crime both in Italian and in foreign criminal law. Romanian athlete Nicoleta Angel walked away with gold from the European Wrestling Championships in Croatia after a win against Turkish opponent Buse Tosun in the 72 kilogram category. This has been Angel's best performance so far after the bronze medal she ripped in Kaspisk, Russia, and the world's third performance last year in Belgrade. Angel has also brought the second Romania's continental title that she won in Zagreb, after that claimed by Andrea Beatrice in the 55kg category. Romania has so far won four medals, all in the women's contests. Two gold and two bronze, claimed by Catalina Accente in the 76, and Krista Tunde Ince in the 64 kilograms category. Trade unions in Romania's education system have commenced the procedure of gathering signatures for an all-out strike after their claims have been rejected by the authorities. According to a press communique released on Saturday, the decision to launch this extreme form of protest is all the more so justified as through the latest emergency ordinance or new fiscal budgetary measures, the government intends to implement more measures with an additional negative impact for the employees in the country's education system. Several major trade unions in the field are going to again picket the headquarters of the Romanian government over the 25th and the 26th of April and stage a protest march which is expected to be attended by 15,000 trade unionists on May the 10th. And now a couple of things about the weather which is quite warm in most parts of the Romanian territory with highs ranging between 14 and 19 degrees Celsius. Rain showers and overcast sky are expected in several regions though. The noon reading in Bucharest stayed at 17 degrees centigrade. And now, to end the news bulletin, here is a reminder of the main stories. On Saturday, the president of Romania, Klaus Johannes, is paying a formal visit to Chile, the first of a high-level Romanian politician in the past ten years. The former president of the County Council in Nemtz, northeastern Romania, Social Democrat Ionel Arsene will not be extradited to Romania where he must serve a six years and eight months prison sentence on corruption charges. And Romanian athlete Nicoleta Angel walked away with gold from the European wrestling championships in Croatia after a win against Turkish opponent Buse Tosun in the 72-kilogram category. And that was the news. Coming up next, The Week in Review.
2: Hello and welcome to this review of the main events of the week. President Klaus Johannes is on tour in Central America until April the 26th. The official visits to Brazil, Chile, and Argentina are aimed to relaunch political and diplomatic relations, as well as relations in other areas of interest. In a press release, the presidential administration recalled that Latin America is home to countries that are full or aspiring OECD members with emerging economies, which contribute or could significantly contribute globally to food security, energy and climate security, post-pandemic economic recovery, and sustainable development. Another main aim of these official visits is also to present Romania's positions and evaluation as a member state of the European Union and NATO, regarding the illegal war waged by Russia in neighboring Ukraine and means to counteract its effect. Brazil condemns the Russian invasion in Ukraine, according to President Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva, speaking at a joint conference with President Klaus Johannes. During the talks, the head of the Romanian state presented to his counterpart, the consequences of this war on multiple levels, from the refugee crisis to the food and energy one. Klaus Johannes reiterated that Ukraine is a victim of Russian aggression and that the international community has a duty to support Kiev in its war to liberate the country. In turn, President da Silva said that, in addition to the trade and political relations his country has with Romania, human relations are also important, because more than 40,000 citizens of Romanian origin live in Brazil. The two leaders also adopted a common declaration regarding the development of bilateral relations between Brazil and Romania in various areas. The visit to Brazil concluded in Rio de Janeiro, where the Romanian head of state held talks with local authorities and signed the Memorandum of Understanding for Cooperation in Climate Change, conservation of biodiversity and ecosystem, as well as forest management and monitoring. (music) Romanian farmers affected by imports of cheap Ukrainian grain will get from the state an aid budget of 10 million euro, according to a government statement on Thursday in Bucharest. This amount is added to the 10 million euro granted so far by the European Commission. The money will be granted to grain producers for expenses related to storing their last year product in their own spaces or with third parties. Romanian farmers who had recently been protesting claimed that their losses reached more than 200 million euro because of grain imports from Ukraine, which is around 100 euro cheaper per ton. Meanwhile, the European Commission announced a second aid package for farmers, 100 million euro, shared between five countries, Poland, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, and Slovakia. Romania is the only country close to Ukraine that still allows in grain from that country, Poland, Hungary, and Slovakia have banned such imports in order to protect their farmers and will be joined by Bulgaria in a few days' time. Hungary also banned imports of honey and some meat products until June 30th. From Brussels, the European Commission called on the four states to reverse the restrictive measures they took individually, which are considered by the Commission to be illegal and in violation of the Treaty of Integration, as well as of the association agreement between the EU and Ukraine. The simple motion in the Romanian Parliament against Minister of Agriculture Petre Daya was voted down. Opposition parties were accusing Daya of being personally responsible for the rise in basic foodstuff prices, but also of failing to obtain sufficient European funding for Romanian farmers. The minister rejected the accusations and specified that his intervention is managing the cheap Ukrainian grain crisis and led to the distribution of the first batches of European money for farmers. Daya said that these accusations are not based on real data. He added that he had continual dialogue with European Commission representatives, which he sustained in help of the farmers. He concluded that there was no risk that Romanian farmers would fail to obtain this year's subsidies. Romania prevailed in the European weightlifting competition in Armenia, which is a qualifier for the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. It got first place with 14 medals, of which 9 gold. Mihaela Cambey grabbed 3 gold medals in the 49-kilogram category, Andrea Kotruzza got 3 gold in the 55-kilogram category, while Loredan Toma got the other 3 in the 71-kilogram category. Of the three silver medals, two were won by Cosmina Pana, 45-kilogram, and the other by Valentina Janku, 55-kilogram. The two bronze medals were grabbed by Valentina Yanku, who won in both contests. Romania had a delegation that was nine strong, three men and six women, with the aim of winning at least four medals. You have been listening to The Week in Review.
3: Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. About today's hit, the composer and lead singer of the band, Vunk says that, I quote, it's a song inspired by the refusal or stubbornness of many people to admit or accept that they are in love. And this probably from the fear of not suffering, not feeling vulnerable, or because it could be seen as a weakness. It is something that at one point I also experienced, but I noticed even more intensely later in the case of many other people. The song is an ironic congratulatory message addressed to those who run away from their own feelings, from the people they feel could make them happy. End of quote. So here is the hit of the day on Radio Romania International. Congratulations, you've
4: made it. The grame she the grammar you be the eyes beat? Să tu așa ceva, să iubești, să fii iubită, să să-ți pese că nu iese treaba asta grea, tu și dragostea.
0: You are listening to Radio Romania International.
3: World of Culture. Welcome
5: to World of Culture at the microphone, Vlad Balku. Spymaster, an HBO Max original production, is the first Romanian TV series to be nominated at the Berlin International Film Festival. Filmed in Bucharest and Budapest and co-produced by Warner TV Serie Germany, the TV show was premiered in the Berlin Ale series. This is the first time in the history of the festival when a new award is dedicated to remarkable series from all over the world. The script for Spymaster was written by Adina Sadanu and Kristen Peters. The series was directed by Christopher Smith and produced by Iwanina Pavel. Set to be premiered in May on HBO and HBO Max, the series tells the story of a double secret agent who is the right hand of dictator Nicolae Ceaușescu. The cast includes Anna Ularu and Alec Sekaranu. Anna Ularu told us more about this series. This is in fact a TV mini-series. There will be a total of six episodes and only the first two episodes were screened in Berlin, which means that only two episodes were included in the competition. The public response was quite good At least this is what I could tell from the reactions to the premiere and that may be really happy. On the other hand, I must confess that I was also extremely impressed, although I knew this was something very special we were working on. Like any premiere, you see things differently. There's this strong energy you feel when you see the end result on the big screen in a packed hall and you can actually hear people's reactions. It's a wonderful feeling, which I think all actors expect. I want to add that this TV series also features Elvira Datku, an actress I personally adore. She and Claudiu Bleons are fabulous in the roles of dictatorial couple Elena and Nicolae Ceausescu. I play the part of a counter-espionage agent named Carmen Popescu. She is tasked with thwarting the plans of Victor Godanu, played by Alec Secareanu, the male lead. So my character is trying to prevent and annihilate any attempt by Godanu to defect. My character is both intelligent and determined. And she also has a sense of humor. I think I'm destined to play highly determined characters. I was very happy to be part of the crew that shot this miniseries. I loved the script the moment I read it. I read it while I was on the go in Portugal, and the end of each episode was a cliffhanger, which made me eager to see what the next episode would bring. Another TV series featuring Ana Ularu is The Power, where she performs alongside Tony Collette. The Power was premiered on Amazon Prime at the end of March. A number of other Romanians are also cast in this TV show, including Bogdan Albulescu. The book that inspired the TV series was written by Naomi Alderman. It was translated in Romanian by Miruna Vojculescu and brought out by Storia Books. Actress Anna Ularu has the details. The script for the power is based on a very clever assumption. I'd say it is a history of evolutionism. The basic idea is that nature helps organisms adapt to the society and the world they live in. According to the script, teenage girls evolved and develop a new organ gifted by Mother Nature. This new organ gives them the power to electrocute at will. This new power women acquire somehow shifts the balance of power from many points of view. And these changes are all the more important if we refer to oppressive and unjust societies, societies deprived of democracy. This is another action-packed TV series which takes place all over the world. Part of the story occurs in America, another part in Nigeria. The protagonists also end up in England and other places. I can say this is one of the best films I have ever played in. And also speaking about Spymaster, I was also very happy to have been able to be part of two TV shows which I adore. And I'm very happy to be able to share them with the public. As for my stage partners in The Power, Tony Collette and Bogdan Albulescu, I didn't get to work with them a lot, as we were part of different narratives. I won't be giving any spoilers because I want the film to surprise the audience. What I can say is that I was very happy to meet Toni Collette and star with her in this production. I hope the two of us will have the opportunity to work together in a different film. Actress Ana Ularu. Ana Ularu is one of the most acclaimed Romanian actresses right now. She has featured in theatre and film productions alongside celebrities such as Keanu Reeves in Siberia, Tom Hanks in Inferno, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence in Serena. She recently played important roles in the TV series Emerald City, Alex Ryder, or Tribes of Europe. And this has been all in World of Culture. This feature is available on our website ri.ro.
6: Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Welcome, I'm Cristina Matescu, and today we're going to talk about the way of life of Moldavia's old Jewish communities with the architect Irina Nemțanu who recently published a study entitled Aspects of Habitation of the Jewish Community in Moldavia, 1775-1930. Her endeavour started from her realisation that the history of multiculturalism in the Romanian lands had an influence on the local urban fabric and architecture. With respect to the history of Jewish migration to Moldavia, this also depended on the social and economic policies pursued by the different foreign occupations that dominated historical Moldavia, the Habsburg, Ottoman and Russian empires. The Jews began to settle here even before 1775, when the migration waves intensified. They benefited from a certain policy of the Ottoman Empire, which had sovereignty over the Principality of Moldavia, and thus held a monopoly on the international sale of many goods that came from here. Under the circumstances, the settlement of foreign merchants to these parts, and who were not subject to the monopoly imposed on the locals, gave an impetus to trading to areas outside of the Empire, and made the Moldavian route one of the most important trading routes in the region. Irina Nemtianu explains in more detail how the Jews came to settle in Moldavia as a result of the regional policy of the big empires. The history of these communities in Moldavia does not begin at the end of the 18th century, but much earlier. We know there existed older communities in Siret and Yash from as early as the 17th century. What happens at the end of the 18th century is that the phenomenon was becoming much more visible at an urban level. A very large number of communities began to migrate to Moldavia as part of a certain context, which explains many things that have to do with the areas outside of Moldavia. I'm also speaking of the fact that the Habsburg Empire took over a number of territories, including Bukovina, as well as of the area of resistance in the Russian Empire, for example. We should also take into account the various restrictions faced by the Jewish communities who wanted a certain amount of freedom of habitation and of practicing trade freedom they were more likely to find in Moldavia. In certain respects, the situation here was better than what was happening elsewhere. Quite a few market towns had developed in time in Moldavia, which had been crossed as early as the Middle Ages by a series of important international commercial routes. The Jews settled in the proximity of these market towns, even resuscitating some of them which had become impoverished, Irina Nemtzano explains. On the one hand, I'm referring to Moldavia's major market towns which acquired a new role from the beginning of the 19th century owing to a special political and economic context, places like Yash, Roman, Dorohoi and other big settlements. On the other hand, a series of smaller towns began to develop in this changed economic context and which grew in fact as settlements with a commercial role near already existing villages and in some cases on the land of Moldavian boyars. There are many such places, Podu Iloaiei, Frumusica in Iași County, Ștefănești, Berești. There are very many examples that in effect demonstrate that this was a wider phenomenon, although also developing depending on certain periods and the waves of immigration of these communities, which were mainly made up of merchants and numbered many Jews. The Jewish houses and shops in the area were typical of merchant homes everywhere. The shop on the ground floor and the residential quarters either upstairs or at the back. Architect Irina Nemtano, who wrote a study on old Jewish communities from Moldavia, tells us more about the characteristics of the Jewish districts in these market towns. We can't really talk of a Jewish architectural style, but we can say there were certain common elements throughout the region. A defining feature is a systematic organisation of certain functions around a busy commercial route and the intention to hide the ethnic and religious aspect. This latter aspect also had to do with the host country, which imposed certain rules for the integration of this community. On the other hand, at least until the mid-19th century, the Jewish communities probably tended to hide their places of worship. This is why the synagogues were most often located somewhere in the background, not visible, but hidden behind the houses and the shops. It's also for this reason, in fact, that until early 20th century, owing to this characteristic of the Jewish communities, they were to be found especially on the outskirts of the city. And that's all in Radio Romania International Encyclopedia.
0: You're listening to Radio
6: Romania International.
5: Next in this broadcast, listen to truly Romanian, I'm Vlad Palku. Today we will play for you songs from the repertoire of Jeta Posolacke, a popular folk vocalist from Vrancia, Eastern Romania. For starters, listen to her performing a dance tune from this region.
7: I'm getting Toțiem deredere deredere dai dai și bunici și nepoți, i-am dai venit la dai. Și bunici și nepoți, i-am deredere deredere dai dai. eu lângă i i-am dai dai. Că mei, i i-am
5: Jeta Postolacchia made her debut as a vocalist at a very young age during a local celebration. Her talent and gift for music were soon noticed, and in 1982 she made her first recordings with the Romanian Radio Broadcasting Corporation, Accompanied by the Radio Folk Orchestra conducted by Paraskiv Oprah. Let's listen to her with another dance tune. <music> Over the years, Jeta Postolacea took part in numerous folk contests, also scooping a number of awards, the most important of which was first prize at the Songs from Romania competition. She was hired by the Doina Vrancie ensemble in Focsani as a folk vocalist, where she performed for nearly 15 years. Let's listen to her next with a love song.
7: I'll you
5: So we go out with one last song performed by Jeta Postolake Peace Living Romania This is Bucharest Radio Romania International Listener's Letterboxd
3: Welcome to a new edition of Listener's Letterboxd, I'm Anna Maria Popescu, your host for the next few minutes, in which I'll be going through the letters and emails that we have received at the office over the past few days. Many of you have asked about QSLs, so I'll start today by reassuring you guys that although we don't have them as yet, as you may know by now these things take a while to come through, As soon as we get our hands on them, you will be all receiving your confirmation for the months when you sent in reception reports. It's been a couple of weeks rich in celebrations, so we received a lot of good wishes and cards from listeners around the world. One of them comes from our old-time friend Hans Werner Lalleke in Denmark who wrote in to say, Dear friends at Radio Romania International, Happy Easter to my favourite radio station. Christ is rising indeed. Many years ago I got from you beautiful tablecloth and Horezu ceramics that we bought on our Govora tour we all used when we celebrated Easter in our family after the Western tradition. Which tradition you follow is not important. The important thing is the message. Christ is risen. death will never rule. Wishing you joyful days. Thank you so much Hans for the good wishes and it's great to see the photo of the Romanian artifacts you have been using on Easter. Before that there was the Bengali New Year and we received lots of greetings and messages from our friends in that part of the world. Including HM Tarek, Saif Ahmed Utsa, Maria Kanam Mure, Faria Khanam Mumu, Amena Khanam Sale Tazrin Ahmed Toma in Bangladesh, and many others. Thank you so much for these and happy Bengali New Year to you all. And then came a Muslim celebration, as our listener Bidan Chandra Sanyal from West Bengal, India tells us. Quote, Eid al-Fitr marks the end of the holy Islamic month of Ramadan and the beginning of the month of Shawwal. Muslims celebrate this day with great joy after fasting for a long month. Eid means festival of joy, means that which returns again and again. Fitr means breaking the fast. Feasts are organized from house to house, relatives, neighbors also share in this joy. Eid ul-Fitr has great importance for Muslims. Ramadan is believed to be a very holy month. In this month, good deeds, spreading brotherhood among people and patience are encouraged, and all evil thoughts and habits are banished. On this day, Muslims around the world share joy with their loved ones and spread the message of love and brotherhood. A variety of delicacies are prepared on this day, among them semai is the most common dish. Also prepared are biryani, kebabs and many more. Family and friends all eat together. On this day everyone forgets anger and violence. Clothes, money and food are distributed among those who are poor or needy. Happy al-Fitr to all the staff and listeners of Radio Romania International and their families. Thank you for all these details. Once again, it helped us realize how much these traditions and religions have in common, how much people have in common around the world and how senseless and absurd conflicts between nations and religious denominations really are. <laughs>
2: You are listening to Radio Romania International.
3: Moving on with listeners' letterbox, we go next to Japan, where we have many listeners sending in reception reports and messages. Dear Radio Romania International English service staff, how have you been doing? asks our friend Teruhiko Kachi. In Japan, the days are getting warmer every day and cherry blossoms and other various flowers are blooming earlier than usual. The new school and business year starts in April in Japan, so the streets are filled with fresh people exuding a bright atmosphere. Now, the RRI schedule has been changed to the summer schedule. Currently, the reception conditions of the shortwave broadcast to Japan are not always very good of which 9790 kHz is better than the 11650 kHz. I suspect that from now on, over the summer, the condition of the 11650 kHz in particular will improve. Anyway, this month I have been enjoying several programs on religious events in Romania, such as Palm Sunday and Easter. It is very interesting for me to learn about religious events in Romania a multi-ethnic country. I take this opportunity to send my blessing to Romanian Christians. I will send you two reception reports today on 9790 kilohertz and 11650 kHz respectively. Please find the attached PDFs. Yours sincerely, Teru. Great to hear from you, Teru. Thank you for the kind words and for being such a loyal listener of Radio Romania International. And another reception report from Japan with not-so-good news this time was sent in by Mr. Norihiko Ide from Tokyo on April the 15th. Hello. Today the reception condition started to deteriorate from around twenty-two twenty-five 25 and got incomprehensible around 20 to 31. I'm sorry that these days it is almost impossible to listen to the whole program. Listening to today's news, for the first time I learned that the date of Easter holiday observed by Romanians is different from the one observed by many Western countries. I hope the reception condition will improve in the nearest future. Take good care. Thank you, you take care too, and we hope reception improves and you will be able to listen to our programs in better conditions. From Japan, we travel all the way to Costa Rica to welcome Ioandrica Villa fernandez who tells us, quote, Dear friends of Radio Romania International, very cordial greetings to all of you there in Bucharest. First of all, I would like to ask, what is the day of the reading of listeners' letters? Reports for April the 4th, 9th and 10th are enclosed. All the reports carry an audio file, which I leave attached at the end of this email. I would like you to send me a QSL card, as Romanian QSLs are usually very precious and detailed. I appreciate your station very much and hope to continue listening to you for a longer time. I say goodbye, wishing you peace and health for all. All the best to you too, Joandric. As you can hear, the listeners' letters are usually read on Sundays and resumed on Mondays. We too hope you'll keep listening to our station for many years to come. Richard Cook from the UK also dropped us a few lines last week to say good afternoon, picking you up very strong on 17.6.30. There was talk about NATO and sports currently playing some nice music from my S2000 and Wellbrook Loop antenna at 11.30 UTC. Also, not had any QSL cards from you yet, not sure why. Hope I get some more from you. Hope to hear from you soon from Cornwall, United Kingdom. And the fact that we resumed posting your messages on the RRI website did not go unnoticed, as Lu Da Cheng tells us. Dear friends of Radio Romania International's English section, hello, I'm Lu Da Cheng from China. Recently I found out that you resumed writing the letterbox files and publishing them twice a month on your website. I think it is a good idea and I read every edition. I'm happy to read that you can receive so many letters and emails from all over the world. I always support your broadcasting programs. That's great to hear, really, and I can understand why it is impressive to see so many names from so many parts of the world sending messages, reports, letters and good wishes. We are honoured and happy to receive and read them every week. That was Listener's Letterboxd.
5: Focus on Romania Coming up next on Radio Romania International Simply Folk Welcome to Simply Folk, I'm Eugen Nasta. You are invited to listen to Jonu Fula performing a very beautiful traditional Romanian song. Mm-hmm.
8: Hai la mâini pe guriță Și să-i spui că-i dorul meu Hai de la stină din arădă Și că stai
0: And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro. Goodbye.